You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I am Clint. And y'all, Clint, this is John. Is he? Can, I, <laughs> I, look, I'm here, Daniel. What are you doing? Okay. No, I just, I just wanted to make sure it looked like you were sending an email or something over there. Are you? Well, we're okay? If you, would, if you would wait a second, Daniel, let me do our, our obligation, mm. which is to tell Sorry. you that NetSuite is the title sponsor today. NetSuite. Mm. Thanks, uh, NetSuite. Everything your business needs. You're welcome. Uh, hey, everybody. This is John from John Tweet Sports. He is fantastic. He's a huge UGA fan. We've, We've had him on the show a bunch of times. John, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, guys. Um, <clears throat> I, I called you gentlemen last time I was on here and uh, got a lot of flack for it, to be honest. So we're just going to go with guys today. Uh, yeah. No. I just, no. I just, people, I just, people in the comments <laughs> saying you all uglier than we pictured and you all not gentlemen. <laughs> this, These was, things we know. So... I'm, I'm how's excited. my hair today, Clint? Is my how's my <laughs> Daniel got my radio hair going? <laughs> I'm trying to. Whew, it's hard to impress y'all, and I care so deeply about impressing you. Is the thing I do care so deeply about it, as you maybe can tell. All right, if we got a lot to talk about today, fellas. So far, yeah, we we are fans. We got to talk about today. Foremost, I know we do. Yeah. Tell them the three things we're going to talk about, Daniel. Well, we're going to talk about. Um, we're look at the big picture. T- uh, look ahead towards this SEC championship game. I got I got one prevailing thought I want to get out there, and then we're going to take segment two. We're going to dive into this Georgia Tech game. I don't know if you saw it. It was forty five to nothing. It was one of the most beautiful things I've ever witnessed in my entire life. Just absolute. Um, when all you've got is the University of Georgia, everything looks like Georgia Tech to you. You know, like you've heard that expression: when all you've got is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. When all you have is the University of Georgia football team, everything looks like Georgia. Everything just looks like something you want to absolutely destroy. And that's exactly what Georgia did. And then uh, another game of interest this weekend, segment three. Maybe we'll talk about the Iron Bowl. I don't know. Significant to some. Alabama went down there. Us. Uh Uh-huh. And... A lot of people watching the podcast right now. So uh, if you're watching on YouTube, thanks for watching. If you're listening on audio, thanks for doing that. Subscribe, thumbs up, comment, uh, rating, and review. Fellas, a little housekeeping? Can we? Please. Thousand subscribers. We here? That, listen. 1,000. Good for you. Good for you, listeners, viewers. Thanks for subscribing. And so now... Uh, let the giveaway commence. We haven't talked about this at all. Between the three of us, we should have done this pre-production. Here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say. John, show the fellas that hoodie that you're wearing right now. Show the, show the people that hoodie that you're wearing right now because that's what we're giving away. That's what I'm telling you right now. That's what we're giving away. We're giving away one of those right now. So here's what you need to do. Dogs. Here's what you need to do. Home field, hooded sweatshirt. This is premium Georgia apparel. Um, so here's what you gotta do to be eligible to win. You have to be subscribed to the podcast. You have to be subscribed to the dog dispatch newsletter, which you can find at dogdispatch.com. And then you have to leave a comment on this video, this video on YouTube that you're watching right now. Leave us a comment that has your Twitter handle on it. 
and we will choose one of those comments at random and we will send you a message, uh, a DM, and we'll get your pertinent information and we will get one of these sweatshirts shipped off to you and uh, it'll be yours. If I know anything about the home field shipping department, you will get fantastic customer service and you will receive your sweater in about seven months. I don't know. It could be oh, it could oh, be geez. a year and a half. Just, I don't know what's happening. Just a lot of orders coming in to home field. We will see. We'll see what will, happens. But hopefully by the national championship game. You'll receive it soon and it will be cozy. Uh, mm, the wait, it will be worth the wait. It will be worth the wait, listen, whatever the wait best, happens to be. Hopefully it's not that long. Best sweatshirt I own, uh, hands down, no joke. So uh, it's coming to you. Leave a comment on this video with your Twitter handle. And that's how you will enter to win. All right, fellas, you may have already seen if you're watching this on YouTube and the title of this video, but let me let me say to you all, my fine co-hosts here, and let me say to all the people watching, okay, in case you need an update, sure. the year is 2021. Here we go. That is the year that it is. And Georgia is better than Alabama. Do you understand <laughs> You're saying what you, I'm wait, saying? Wait, 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 wait. Are you sure about okay. this, Daniel? Are you sure? <laughs> feel, are you sure listen, about this? I don't. I don't well, think. Me, I don't think you're. Let me you see. know what you're saying, Daniel. Be careful with your words and your choosing of them. Let me break it down for you. Please do. Let's start with the years 2021. That's important. That's an important fact. It's not it's 1980, not. <laughs> y'all. It's not. The year is not 1980. The year is also not 2017. I can't. The year is Next. not 2012. No, Thank see, you. Clint, this is the thing. The okay. year is not 2005. Mm. The year is not 2020. The year is 2021. And so Alabama fans, love to have you. Thanks for thanks for being here all week. It's gonna be a heck, it's gonna be a heck of a week. Just get to can't know wait. us. Can't you're, wait. You're gonna love us. It's going to be a great dialogue. Let me just spoil it for you, Alabama fans. Your comment that says 1980, yep. it doesn't hurt me. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything. Because you know why? The year is 2021. Your comment that says second 26, it doesn't do anything to me. I could type second 26 right there next to John's head, and it'd be fine with me. I wouldn't, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't hurt me. Do me a favor, Daniel. Do me a favor. Mm-hmm. Say the name well, that hasn't been spoken on this podcast since nope, that time. Won't do it. Nope, okay. won't do it. <laughs> nope, not going to go that but, far. Listen, but. <laughs> doesn't it doesn't hurt me out? So, like, listen, if you have a comment which you don't that that objectively speaks to me about why this year's Alabama team is better than this year's Georgia team, I would love to hear it. But guess what, Alabama fan? You don't have that comment. You don't have it in the arsenal. Do you know how I know that? Because I've already talked to Tennessee fan, and I've already talked to Florida fan, and I've already talked to Clemson fan, and I've already talked to Arkansas fan this year, and I've already talked to Auburn fan this year, and they don't have it either. Do you know what they have? Georgia chokes every year. That's that's the comment you're going to leave me. And do you know what? It doesn't hurt. Do you know why? Because it's 2021. And Georgia hasn't choked this year, have they, John? Georgia's they better not. than all the other teams in college football. That's it, By fellas. Far. That's all By I had far. to say. And if you want to get something off, I would mm. just recommend 
uh, bowl hmm. cut Kirby. Chosen yep, there it is. That's a good one. Uh, that's a good Nick one. Is the Justin Fields. Put them all. Give, us, just, Fields. give us a Justin Fields. Just put, them, yep. put them all in the comments. Let's just get it all mm -hmm. out. Because you, yeah, you, great. A chance, you won't have a chance much longer to get them out. So if you want to do it, yeah. This is, you know, it's it's this is like a the sale ends on Saturday. So if you want to, get it, it's like, come on, get in line. Black Friday. Absolutely. Don't be caught. Don't be yeah. caught at, at the end of the line because you're going to miss your team. Uh, I, I've seen those stupid videos of that, like the slap contest that happens from like, <laughs> like it's just the stupidest video on in like one real skinny guy. And you're like, bro, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? That's three bills. And just it's he hits him you, with this part. It's not a slap. It's a a, no. a palm fist. No. You got Slovenian, Slovenian Jordan Davis over there standing in front of some dude that weighs buck thirty-eight. And so, yeah, so let me tell you what you all are with these comments. You're mm. the skinny guy who gets first shot at me. Okay? Mm. Mm. You're the skinny guy. And I'm just gonna sit here and be like, Give me your best shot. Why? Because I do have the Jordan Davis. I do have Walker. I have Stetson. I have all our running backs, all our wide receivers. I have all the stats galore. I have my eyeballs. I have my brains. I have everything at my disposal to, to absorb your best shot. And you know what you have? Yep. Do you know what you have, Alabama commenter? You have the 2021 <laughs> Alabama offensive line against those guys. <laughs> That's Stop. what you have. Okay. Okay, to, tomorrow we're see. This is the thing: is we want we want to get this. I want to lay the groundwork early. You write it. You type in all your mean comments, all your mean things that you can so think mean. to say to me. Uh, and and throughout the week of podcasting, we are going to instead give you objective reasons why Georgia is going to beat your team. On Saturday, and now listen, Alabama fans in the comments. It's not Pay just attention. you. I'm talking to. It's not just you though. There's some Georgia fans that need to hear that as well. Is that is it, listen because shout out to, shout out to my buddy my Alabama fit, uh friend Blake. Shout out to Blake. Um he's listening to the podcast today. He won't survive many more days of this and and I say friend because this episode hasn't been released yet, but but once it's out, it's you know, that's season piece. That relationships, yeah, it's gone. But Blake said to me today, he said, Daniel, this is, I've known you for a while. You were dangerously optimistic, it seems like. It seems like uh -oh. you have just, uh -oh. you have entered into a new territory. Mm -hmm. And I've known you for a while and you've never been like this before. And I said to him what I've said to you all on the podcast. And Georgia fans, you need to hear this because this is how the podcast is going to go this week. Okay. I'm not going to watch my team win the national championship and be in a pissy mood the whole time. Mm. I'm not going to watch my team win the national championship and be scared that we're going to blow it the whole time. Mm. Do you know why? Because that what's the point? What's the point of winning it all if you're not going to enjoy the ride? So listen, it's 2021 and Georgia's better than Alabama. Does that mean I am rock solid 100% confident we're going to win the game? No, of course no, it doesn't. No. Alabama fan, does that mean you're not allowed to think your team's going to win the game? No, of course it doesn't. You're you allowed should. to think you're, you you're you're allowed to think your team's going to win the game. All I'm here to tell you is the year's 2021. Please don't speak to me as if it's a different year. Mm. And 
Georgia is the best team in college football by a wide margin over every other team, and that includes Alabama. Shout out to the Ohio State fans not watching the podcast today. Ooh, good night. We coming, we coming for this area? This, yeah, this is been, the area, okay? All right, Just, all right Daniel. We've got a lot to talk about. We're going to jump into the Georgia Tech game after we come back. Let's do that. All right, college football fanatics. Have you heard about prize picks? Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. We love it, and we know you will love it too. Prize Picks is a leader in college sports daily fantasy. It offers more college football props than anyone in the world offers, and all the star players of the Power Five, as well as mid-major players that you may not have heard of. Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of, from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. So, Pro Football Focus, this is your dream that you can just put up any stats you want, and it doesn't have any correlation to the actual game. This is what we're saying here. Prize picks. So you say, you I'm sorry, Clint, you say mid-major players we may not have heard of. Does that include players coached by Billy Napier? Is that who we're um, talking fact, about? It in fact does. Those Louisiana okay. boys. Louisiana. Okay. Go, go Tiger. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. The Swamp okay. Folk have struck again, Daniel. Uh, all the users never, right now. He's have, never won a Sun Belt championship. Oh, no. Is <laughs> oh, no. anybody with him? Oh Lord, oh Lord, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. All the users right Bring now can deposit. Whole, whole staff, the whole staff. Uh, promo code locked on. Get a hundred percent instant deposit match up to hundred bucks. You put hundred dollars in, they give you a hundred bucks right on top. Just be sure to your promo code locked on. You pick two to five players of the over under. Prize picks also allows mixed sports entries. Use the award winning app, both the App Store, Google Play. Entries can be made in sixty seconds. Easy withdrawal. It's safe. It's secure. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com. Use promo code locked on. Go to the app store. Download the app today. Price picks is daily fantasy made easy. All right, fellas. I did a lot of talking in the first segment, so I'm going to defer to you here. I'm going to let you all get us started. You did a lot of talking first segment or the whole pod? I, I couldn't hear that last part. It just The first segment is the pod so far, but yeah, that's fine. That's fine. You just send your emails. Just go over there. Type it. Type in. Send your emails, and we'll we'll get back to you in a minute. I'm gonna start with John. John, forty five to nothing on Saturday. Anybody that thought Georgia Tech was gonna put a point on the board has clearly never watched anything resembling football. I I picked up a Georgia Tech team total under seven and a half. Under seven and a half. Okay. Would have would have still cashed for Daniel. Still cashed. All right, John. Tell us. Tell us your favorite thing about Saturday, your biggest takeaways. Uh, where do you want to start? My, so my favorite thing is obviously, you know, th- this game with Georgia having Alabama looming, with Georgia mm-hmm. having, you know, obliterated uh, most of, of the schedule for all intents and purposes, coming into a team that lost 55 to nothing to Notre Dame the week before, <laughs> Um, which, you know, maybe Charleston Southern could have scored on Notre Dame. Georgia Tech was not able to. Um, it, no. it would be very easy to do one or two things. Over Overlook the opponent, right? That's always a, a challenge. You always hear that with coach speak. Uh, or, just, or just be lethargic, right? Like you, Georgia could win this game by 24 or 35 points and be lethargic. What I loved about this game was none of that happened. Georgia came out and went – Field goal, touchdown, 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 and should have been touchdown, 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 touchdown if A.D. Mitchell catches the ball early in the game. Um, My favorite thing was the dog showed up, Mm. showed up, started fast, and said, we're leaving no doubt. We're absolutely Mm. 
taking this game very seriously. And what it spoke to me um, on is one of the things, you know, y'all talked about in the podcast last week about just how disciplined this Georgia team is, right? I mean, this is not a team uh, that, that takes anything lightly. It's a team that goes about their business. And Kirby Smart said it after the game. They play to their standard. This team plays to their standard as a group. This team shows up and plays competes against themselves when the competition is not competing against them. Um, and I personally love that. I love the shutout. You, Georgia has three of them this year now, which is very, very difficult to do. Um, but man, just, uh, you know, and also it's Georgia Tech. I mean, you know, Kirby said it in a video that I saw earlier this week around you talk to these old heads and it's, it's you know, one of the biggest games there is. And uh, for me, just to go out and just obliterate them and do it in a fast start, um, to leave no doubt was just my favorite part of the whole thing. Hmm. Uh, that's exactly right, John. It's it's kind of like in those movies where the main character's like been learning something the whole time, and then like there's this epic fight scene, and all the lessons have clicked together, and it's like, yeah. oh, now I get it. This Georgia team under Kirby Smart this year mm-hmm. has put all of the things in order: the togetherness, the finish it, the Nolan Smith going around and being a vocal leader, the Jordan Davis being my favorite bulldog of all time. The offense not giving two whatevers about who's slinging the ball because they're just going to keep on pace the entire time. I think just watching this team at Georgia Tech handle its business and permeate from top to bottom of the roster, from Mm. top to bottom coaching staff, from Mm -hmm. top to bottom of the playbook, both sides, every side of the ball, special teams, Covering puns, covering kicks, because uh, we're not receiving any kicks. Um, playing offense, One. playing defense. Yeah, that's true. There, there are there are these starts of halves. They are obligated to kick to us one time a game. Correct. Correct. Uh, yep. I just think it's obscene the amount of cohesiveness that Kirby now has. Previous iterations, we had a couple of guys buying in. We slowly but surely got the guys in, and now it is, it is everyone. Mm-hmm. is together on mm. this. There are no mm. there are no snoozers. There's nobody quibbling over playing time. They're all eating and they're all bought in from top to bottom. And you this this game proves that to your this game shows yeah. that yeah. not a single off didn't happen start of the third quarter when we yeah. when we started putting Chaz in there to play majority of downs at outside yeah. backer. You yeah. Know? I mean you scored on you know scored on seven of, of ten possessions, six of those uh, were touchdowns, um, and you end up in a situation where uh, you're, you know, the other two of those were end of halves, end of game, end of half. So you had one possession basically where you punted, um, yeah, and just just complete domination. And and to see that happen to your point, Clint, from top to bottom, to see the the twos and threes get out there and play with the same intensity, and see the coaches coach with the same intensity. And see uh, guys be happy for other guys to just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, get on the field uh, was absolutely my favorite part. Um, <clears throat> obviously, would you know, would be remiss to not uh, give a shout out to Jorge Pickens um, for uh, for catching catching a pass, even uh, not even just being on the field, but I mean, come on. And I'm uh, sorry, I just had a religious moment over here. Just pardon y'all me. Realize, just a- y'all realize. We've played the entire season without the most athletically gifted player on our team, and he just came back and caught a ball. And like, well, I I agree with you. I I would say athletically gifted. Brock Bowers would like a word, 
Okay. Uh, but <laughs> but okay. uh, if you're talking most athletically gifted, but imagine, yes, imagine this Georgia team has beat teams by an average uh, margin of victory of 33.8. They're averaging four, over 40 points a game now, uh, and they've done that without without George Pickens. They did that early let in me, the season without some of the key receivers. Go for it, Daniel. Let me just say I would like to think back to how good this Georgia team would have been with George Pickens, but you know what would be more fun? What if I just instead think forward to how good this Georgia team is going to be this week and on New Year's Eve, ladies and gentlemen, and then ten days after that, wait till with New Year's Eve. Or this guy has this guy when this guy has thirty-two more days of full practice reps. Yeah, guys, yeah, just wait. It's, it's going to listen. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be. We'll talk more about matchups after the playoff she selection is announced. Eyes. But but listen, the matchup. Let me just spoil it for you. The matchup in the playoff, which, by the way, Georgia has already made. Georgia made the it's playoff. I don't know if you all heard the, the haze in the barn there. Um, the matchup in the playoff in the first round is a favorable one for Georgia. It's a, it's going to be a favorable one. We're Yes. And, and Las Vegas is going to like us by a lot of points. 17. Yeah. Easy. And it literally doesn't even matter who that ends up being. At this point, you pick it. You take all the, the eligible teams. Um, yeah, Jorge Pickens, and then well, I mean, what can be said about this Brock Bowers kid? He's not a human being. He's not a human person. Not. He caught that ball, not. and I said, "Great catch." And even I, who has watched every Georgia game many times with extreme focus, mm-hmm. not a casual observer to say the least, even I. Did not even for one moment consider that he would score a touchdown on that play. Not even for one moment did I think to myself, oh, he might take that to the house. Because there's no way he takes that to the house. Nobody takes that to the house. I'm about to say something so stupid, and I don't care. I grew up on the West Coast, and I watched the greatest route runner in the history of the NFL. I was at every single summer camp for the 49ers watching Jerry Rice do a quick slant in the West Coast offense and taking it middle of the field for 80-yard touchdowns. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I I turned into eight-year-old self watching Brock Bowers take that and slant go up the middle because he exploded away from every defender on the field just like Jerry Rice did in that offense when i say he's inhuman that's i I have to go the greatest wide receiver of all time to try to make a comp for what it's what are you gonna make a feeling you're gonna compare him to another college tight end (laughs) i'm sorry that's where i was gonna go with this i don't think i mean i I just i know we're, we're belaboring the point a little bit but listen people don't realize how difficult it is for any player in any level of football to erase angles right so an angle when you're when you're playing football, your whole you know your whole Boy, goal just, in life as a defender is to get an angle on a player so that you can make a tackle. You know the point mm-hmm. they're going to be at. Your goal is to try to be in a position where if they're if if they have a running head start, you can cut them off because you're likely in most positions not going to run somebody down from behind when they have a head start. Brock Bowers erased many angles on that. I mean, I, I counted at least four that he completely erased, and not only did he do that. But he's 6'4", 230, erasing angles. And Kirby mentioned in the postgame 
that, you know, the, the thing people were asking about, you know, Brock and his athleticism, all those things. And he said, well, you know, I think the thing he doesn't get a lot of credit for is his blocking on the perimeter. I mean, well, believe guy, me, he gets a lot of credit on this podcast for his blocking a lot absolutely, of credit. Absolutely. But you think about that dynamic. Here's a guy who's 6'4", 230, who can erase angles on a slant route, which is not you're not you don't have a you don't have a full head of steam on a slant route to to turn mm-hmm. turn the gear on and outrun people. But I mean, I mean, and to be fair, Chauncey, Chauncey Gardner will tell you anybody can catch a slam route. I mean, it's really not even a thing. It's not even. It doesn't even matter. Absolutely. Well, and 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 so <laughs> that that type of weapon, you know, I just don't. We don't. And this is what I love about this season of Georgia football. We don't have a frame of reference for someone like Brock Bowers. I, our boy uh, Brooks Austin, who was on this podcast a few weeks ago, uh, tweeted that. <laughs> His comp was to ask the question, is Brock Bowers having the best season of a true freshman in Georgia history, including the sacred Herschel? What? The greatest college football player of all time. That's that's the level. That's the level that that some people are making comparisons. So. Just to be clear, no one on this podcast is saying that. No one on this podcast. I'll go Jerry Rice. I ain't going Herschel. But like, but. But to even have that thought come into in, into play uh, just speaks a lot about just the frame of reference that we don't have. So we're going back to like some of the greatest freshman seasons that Georgia has ever had to try to make comparison. That's exactly right. Um, in summary, Georgia's better than Georgia Tech, and uh, Georgia is also better than Alabama. Um, we don't need more evidence for that, but but in case we do, let's discuss the Iron Bowl. A little bit, why, shall why, we? Look, if one well, is good, two is better, Daniel. Let's keep going with this. Sure. We're going to come back right after this. But first, I want to let you know about NetSuite. There it is. <clears throat> the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets, outdated finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth with visibility and control over your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of survey businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite, and right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash NCAA. Head to netsuite.com slash NCAA for special end-of-the-year financing on the number one financial system for growing business, netsuite.com slash NCAA. Also, I want to tell you about Bill Bar, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, the best-tasting protein bar. On planet Earth, uh, we've been telling you about it on this podcast for quite some time because it is delicious. It's high in protein. It's high in fiber. It's low in sugar. It's keto approved. It is a protein bar, again, that tastes like a candy bar. It comes mm. in a wide variety of delicious flavors, all of which can be found at BillBar.com. Whatever your taste or preference, there are various textures that you can choose from, various flavors that you can choose from. You can get a variety box. You can get a single flavor box. You can order multiple boxes. And right now, when you go to BillBar.com and, and place your first order with the promo code LOCKEDON15, LOCKEDON15, 
you're going to get 15% off your first order. That's no matter how many you buy, no matter how many boxes it is, it's 15% off your order with the promo code locked on one five is built bar, the best tasting protein bar on planet earth, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. I put my built bars in the freezer. Like I did a Reese's yes. cup when I was a kid. Just to yep. Watch. Yeah, I mean, the all of the TikTok influencers are telling you to put them in the freezer the way that executive producer Michael also enjoys doing anything, it as well. Executive producer M-Dubs is a TikTok influencer through and through. 100%. Okay. That's, yeah. When I think of him, that's the first. Executive producer, Sherpa, no longer legal analyst, no. TikTok influencer. Good. And apparently uh, shared some habits growing up with John Tweet Sports, which is weird. Just very, odd. Very weird. Just odd. Odd dynamic. All right. Let's talk about the Iron Bowl, fellas. Um, oh, my mm. gosh. Alabama. Just, Alabama just, won? Did they? Did, did, I mean, in the that's win the question we're asking. That's the it technically counts in the win column. Technically. But, it does. But did they win? It, that's the question yeah. we're asking. Listen. All right. Let. Now, where should we start? Should we start with well? Let me just let me start with this. Um, this is not Jordan hair magic. No, you no that's not, not what it. this is. Stop Do you know why? Do you know why? Alabama fan in the comments, because that's not real. Was there was there any Jordan hair magic this year when Georgia went on went on down to the to the plains? Mm. No, no. On a ton of magic. Um, do you also, do you know the other reason? What was the kickoff time though? Did that have anything to do with it? Oh sure. I yeah. Like Nooner, well, I think, I, think Georgia, a, I think Georgia and, and and Auburn kicked off at the same exact time. Yeah. Also, Auburn Alabama the same time that they've played the game virtually every year in perpetuity forever. Um, oh no. What? The other reason I know it wasn't Jordan Hare Magic is because um, this ain't the first time we've seen this movie, fellas. <laughs> How about may no, I take you all the way back to last week when the mighty Arkansas <laughs> came and took out Alabama had to recover an onside kick in order to defeat Arkansas. Did did LSU bring any uh, oh, no. Baton Rouge magic? There's another Tuscaloosa? one. Did they did, put did the voodoo did LSU dolls? put the did they put the magic on the bus and bring no. it with their depleted roster along with them when they came in? Everybody quitting when they came. Coach saying, mm. "I don't got a job no more. I don't care how we coaching. Just call whatever play you want. Sandlot the That's, damn thing. I don't mm. care. Mm. It just look this game. The Iron Bowl was so so tasty to watch because all we saw was Auburn lineup. And if you want to go back, we, uh, we've we had StatCast, uh, we've had StatDog on here. He he talked about how bland Auburn was essentially in this game. Even the defense, you saw they brought pressure, but that wasn't because there is exotic blitzes all day long. They just said, McCreary, go line up over there. You're in man coverage. Just do whatever you need to do. Man. DBs, man up. Linebackers, man up. D-line, get after him. And we watched Alabama get absolutely out manned by a one-legged pirate at quarterback, a coach who has no idea what this rivalry means, a coach who called the most vanilla game he's played in some time. And, and Derek just... Mason's defense, y'all. Mm. Derek Mason yeah. 
who are good friends over at Locked On Auburn, have been explicitly calling for to be fired mm. for the last several weeks. Mm. And now he went out there and just took at this Alabama team to the woodshed. Yeah. You know the best thing that happened to Alabama in in the Iron Bowl? Besides, I mean, obviously they – I was – you know, I'm, I'm joking. But they won the game. So that's – they. That's won. good. That's good, sure. Mm-hmm. Besides winning the game in four overtimes uh, on a on a prayer when Harson should have gone for two and and tried to win the game, if he had Why? ever coached against Nick Saban, he would have Why? he would have known. Just go just go win the game, guy. Why do you Why do you Why do you want to take it to a second overtime? But besides that, um, Darian Dalcourt is was was the starting center for Alabama, mm-hmm. number seventy one. <clears throat> he apparently. Injured his ankle. It's what I've read in the injury reports. I don't know. Hmm. He got replaced by Seth McLaughlin. Darian Dalcourt was the starting center for Alabama, and he was getting his lunch money stolen almost every single play for as long as he was in the game. I mean, it was it was embarrassing mm-hmm. uh, that that was an Alabama offensive line, and he, and. And there was no Jordan Davis. There was no Demonte Wyatt. There was there no Jordan there Carter. There was none of those guys lining up. There was a. There were transfers from UAB lining up on the defensive line for Auburn, eating the starting center of Alabama's lunch. Uh, that's not even you talking about the center um, right tackle over here who has who has since become mm. nameless. He is mm. John Doe in Alabama football facility. He don't have a name. They literally put in a sixth offensive lineman, a third tackle, and put him next to right tackle so that that right tackle could basically become a guard. Guys. And then the third right tackle got his lunch money taken from him as he just got whipped off the edge and Bryce Young went scrambling for his life. Listen, we're going to talk about the – tomorrow on the pod, we're going to talk about the Alabama offense. Yeah and the Georgia offense, and how they measure up to one another. Well, let me just tell you, if you're a Georgia defensive coordinator watching this game, I think you're just laughing to yourself. Mm-hmm. I, I know as a Georgia fan, mm-hmm. I'm just laughing to myself because this Alabama offense, mm. if that's what they are, mm. that's not anything. That's nothing. It's nothing. And this just in, too, their best offensive weapon. I know Bryce is doing his thing, but let me tell you this. The offense runs through Robinson, mm-hmm. okay? He sets up everything mm-hmm. they want to do. Uh, Nick Saban refused to comment on mm-hmm. his injury status today, uh, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Just said, we'll find out as the week goes. There's some sort of lower muscle pull. That mm-hmm. equates to this. It's called a hammy. And you don't recover in a week from that. Now they're down to their third running back, and they're pulling in linebackers and DBs from the other side of the ball who played running back. He's going to kids and being like, did you play running back in high school by any chance? JV, Pop Warner? You want to come try? I don't know. Listen, number one, Clint, they can't run the ball against Georgia anyway, period. End of discussion. End of sentence. Move on to the next sentence. Number two, you, that's the reason they're going to lose on Saturday. That's the that's yeah. the reason they lost. So yeah. I don't yeah, know the, if Robinson yeah, were healthy. The two, sure. yeah, right. the two, the two takeaways from the Iron Bowl are, and and they're the same takeaways from the LSU game. Make Alabama one dimensional. They couldn't run hmm. the ball for three quarters, and then they finally got some stuff going late late in the game. But uh, make them one dimensional, um, and and 
then you can pin your ears back and get after Bryce Young, and and he doesn't do well. He's bad. Happens. He's bad. He's not. He he's he bad. bad. He's really bad. Yeah, yeah, really bad. And Georgia stops the run mm. and gets after the quarterback better than any team in college football. Hello. What did you just say again, John? I wasn't listening and blacked out for a second. I can't remember what I, I you said. The two, the two things that you do, the, the, uh-huh. the teams okay. that have come the closest to beating Alabama, and and we, we can't even talk about that happened right. at, at Texas A&M as well. You oh, stop, three game now. Make up one dimensional, stop the mm-hmm. run, and get after the quarterback. Well, I was saying what I was things. saying was the two things that Georgia does. <laughs> no, we could do this all day. We could do this all day. All right. Look. Uh, John, it's been so much fun having you on the podcast today. Why don't you just come back again tomorrow? Let's just run it back. Let's I'll do it here. again. We'll run it back. Unfinished, right. unfinished business, if you will. Talking Hashtag about Alabama. Unfinished business. We out here. Yeah, we need to talk about that Alabama offense. We need to dive deep into the Alabama offensive line. I don't know. Good. We might do. We might do. Brace yourself, Georgia fans, Alabama fans. We might do a quarterback comparison. Y'all ready for that? We might do a a head to head. Quarterback comparison. What if I was to tell you that there Stop. is a fifth. They're not grade ready. They're not ready. They're not ready. They're not ready for it. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in. Then we'll be here all week, uh, y'all. If you haven't got your money in on Georgia minus six, six and a half get it now, down now get it in now because leap and the line's going comment. up. Leave your comment with and your Twitter. Yes, handle. Twitter handle in the comments. We're giving away a sweatshirt. We'll DM you if you won. Uh, we'll announce the winner later in the week. Um, and we'll see you guys tomorrow.